You are listening to Hashtag Fly with Prerna Goel, award-winning entrepreneur, investor, philanthropist and co-founder of Clinica Phi, India's first truly virtual eye and face corrective clinic. Welcome to my podcast, where every month I sit down with some extraordinary people and peel the onion on what it takes to fall in love with yourself and how you can use that self-love to create incredible stories of discovery, acceptance, strength and triumph. My guest for today is Anupama Shivacharya. Growing up, playing a sport and reading books was all Anupama wanted to do. While the latter was easily achievable, the idea of sports wasn't particularly well received by her parents. Fast forward to now, Anupama is India's first certified female calisthenics coach, placed runner-up in the National Calisthenics Championship in 2019 and regularly plays football, volleyball and surfs. But this was not before she graduated as a computer science engineer and made that daunting career switch. Wow, now that's an interesting life arc. And I'm sure, Anupama, that wasn't easy. It takes self-love and a lot of self-belief to put yourself first, to give yourself a chance to pursue interests that you always wanted to. Thank you, Anupama, and welcome to my podcast. Hi, Prerna. I'm really excited about recording this podcast. Fantastic. So Anupama, let's jump in and let's start with what does this concept of falling in love with yourself mean to you? What falling in love with yourself or loving yourself means is to be able to have fun, to be able to give yourself a chance to, you know, pursue what means a lot to you, at least in my life, to be able to pick up a sport much later in life. And most of the things that you've spoken about, whether it's surfing or football, happened much later after I was the age of 25. So to be able to pick that up and say, hey, I can still do it. It's never too late to learn. That is what loving yourself means. And I think to be able to put your mental health first, to be able to do that internal work, or sometimes even forgive yourself when you fail or are not able to cope up with everything that is on your plate. I think that is, uh, you know, loving yourself uh, to me. That's, that's what it would mean to me. Fantastic. And so you mentioned this concept that all of this happened to you very late in your life after 25. And you obviously went through this journey of doing computer science, which is quite a traditional career route. Talk to me about your journey. What led you to get to that decision that, you know what, I'm going to give myself a chance and I'm going to pursue things that make me happy? Okay, I think what happened until engineering was uh, you don't have the maturity to choose the path that you want to right at least here in India we are still kids and we tend to rely on our parents to kind of guide us and uh, while I did I, I mean I you spoke about surfing calisthenics football or even writing I want to do 10 other things also I wanted to pursue psychology and I want to do so many other things but what happened was I think for psychology it was too late 
because I'd already graduated, finished my engineering and uh, to pick up anything else as a career didn't make sense. Yeah. So what happened was during my engineering is the time when I started to uh, get the freedom to explore sport, to explore writing as a part of my college activities. So I signed up for everything there was. Literally, I was in the math club, the volleyball club, the press club. Okay, everything that I couldn't do growing up during school, uh, school life, I had signed up for it. And uh, that is where I kind of explored as to what I may be good at. And uh, writing came easy to me because I read a lot growing up. Reading, like you said, reading and playing a sport was all I wanted to do. Right. So uh, that's how I picked up on uh, writing. And I would work part time during engineering to earn some pocket money and uh, go check out the restaurants in the city. That is how writing started. After that, after I graduated, I started working with a company called Fresh Menu, which is a cloud food delivery brand here in Bangalore. And uh, I convinced them to hire me as a fresher to give me a job uh, to write the food descriptions. Whenever a dish is sold on their app, the descriptions would be by me. So somehow, you know, they were really nice uh, because they had never hired a fresher before. And uh, the job description said I must be a journalism student. So I didn't, I didn't care much about that. I just went there and I was like, you know, if you give me the job, I'm going to do a damn good, uh, this one out of it. I'll be super passionate. I'll learn on the job. And uh, they were kind enough to give me the opportunity. So that is where writing started. Whereas with sport, I had been playing volleyball in engineering again. And I wanted to pick up sport because by the time I was 25, I had started to gain quite a bit of weight. Because I wrote mostly about food and beverages and, uh, you know, writing and eating food was a part of life. Like, you know, and even though I enjoyed it, I started feeling that athletic, you know, uh, body starting to go kind of becoming very non-athletic. I would be huffing and puffing after walking small distances. So that is when I decided that I must do something about this. And I started working out. I started with functional training. I started with uh, calisthenics. And uh, we have a local community here called the Sisters in Sweat, uh, which teaches women football, even though they have never played before in their life. So I picked up football from there. And as I as my savings grew, I had a chance to uh, invest a little bit in surfing, uh, go try other activities, see what worked, what didn't work. I think that's pretty much my journey until now. Brilliant, brilliant. And what was your family's reaction to this change? Because I come from a family where it was ingrained in us that you have to pursue a more intellectually focused career, right? Engineering, medicine, that kind of stuff. And you kind of alluded to it in our previous conversation that, you know, you were encouraged to do computer science engineering. So when you decided to make this change, how how did your family react to it? And what kind of support did you get from them? I think my mother has been really supportive about uh, the decisions that I've taken. In some faith, she's seen how passionate I was about all of these things. And I told her, I was like, look, writing doesn't pay, but I will do well enough so that it pays me. It will take a little bit of time, but I want you to have the faith. And um, she'd seen me not enjoy engineering subjects. Like I had a flair for it because I like math and logic, but it wasn't something that... I was passionate about, like, say, a sport or, you know, writing about food. So she's seen me suffer a bit. 
and uh, in one of the semesters i had also failed my subjects because i was trying to do so many things right with the sport and the press and the math club and all of that so i had failed two subjects and that's why i had a real conversation with her and i said see look this is not working out i'm going to graduate okay that is not going to be a problem but i really need to pursue what interests me with my dad it has been a little bit of a challenge i think until recently he told everyone i was a computer science engineer <laughs> but finally i think he's just let go you know it has been a tough uh, challenge for him also but they're seeing how well i'm doing now and i talk about it uh, so they're really great i mean they really helped especially with uh, you know with my parents sometimes dropping me off to the park where i practiced calisthenics or you know my mom struggling and trying to find the time to provide me with the right nutrition and i think it would be very difficult pursuing calisthenics or even writing for that matter without their support yeah yeah no that's that's fantastic it's great to hear that your dad has come around too because <laughs> you know i think falling in love with yourself is much harder if you don't have the support of of your family and your uh, your friends obviously you had the support of your mom but it must have been hard with your dad not fully embracing what you wanted to embrace but it's great to see that you know he has come around and he's he's there in this journey with you now that's great yeah. so just switching gears a little bit um have you seen any change in what people now perceive uh, what good looks like in the fitness industry because i know there was a time when there was a very particular vision of you know what good looks like and have you seen any change and in in how people are looking at fitness now in india right i i've been working as a coach and i've been i've been working as a coach for the last 2 years and uh, been an athlete for about 4 years now uh, a calisthenics athlete to be specific what has happened is earlier people would look at the gentleman in a certain way gentlemen needed to have abs they needed to be muscular whereas women needed to be you know slender and graceful and uh, you know there were certain um, routines or physical fitness forms that were associated with each gender so men would be seen flexing their bicep in a you know in a old school gym and women would always almost always been seen, seen in yoga or calisthenics uh, sorry yoga or um, aerobics my bad mm-hmm. right but now i think people are so open calisthenics came to india the first national championship happened in 2019 i remember mm-hmm. and uh, you know out of the people of out of the ladies that were competing in the national championships and others in the country i remember only five women who could do pull ups at that time only five women whom i knew through social media etc cetera, etc cetera, who could do like a pull up a single body weight pull up and now on instagram there are so many women doing it and you know everyone's open to trying different fitness forms and see see what works for them even gentlemen can be seen you know in yoga and aerobics uh, whereas women can be seen in calisthenics and weightlifting and uh, it's not about six packs anymore i think it's just about being able to hike and surf and trek and you know run marathons or sit on a bike for long hours Uh, it has become more functional right to be able to sit on a desk without back pain right it's that functional and i think uh, that is where the fitness industry is heading and that's a wonderful thing because now that's a positive thing it's a positive way of loving yourself also you know rather than just focusing on abs yeah. so yeah. that's a good thing falling in love with yourself 
is not just about the way you look, but how you feel. I, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that, you know, even in the fitness industry, there is more focus now on how you feel. Are you, do you feel strong? Do you feel healthy? Do you feel fit? And exactly. it doesn't matter the way you look, because actually, if you feel strong, healthy and fit, eventually, you will start looking a certain way. And that will be that you are happy and, and then you, you blow your all of that shows. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think you mentioned briefly that, you know, before you seriously started this transition, obviously, you were always into sports, always active, but there was a time when you had started to put on a little bit of weight because of a uh, lifestyle you were leading. So what mm-hmm. would be your advice for somebody who's just starting out? They have said, okay, you know what? I love the way I am, but I want mm-hmm. to enhance and I want to feel stronger. I want to feel more positive. What's the best way to start their journey on, on something like this? The way I started was to just sign up for a, for a class. Right? It could be as simple as that. It doesn't matter which class you sign up for, especially if you're a beginner. It could be dance or yoga or weightlifting, whatever. But uh, you know, if you want to seriously work on your health, I think it would be very good to take the help of a coach. Just have a conversation with the coach as to how uh, the coach can help you. It is like any other field. If you want your accounts looked at, you will go to a CA, right? Or if you want, you know, some professional help, you'll go to a professional. As simple as that, hire a coach for a month because that coach, if, uh, you know, they're knowledgeable, they can turn your life around. Or you could try things by yourself, have this trial and error method, like what most people do. But when there's a shortcut or there's an easier way, why go around it? It's the same amount of investment in terms of money and uh, this one. So that would be it. If uh, I think a person does not have the money to invest immediately uh, in a coach, if it's too expensive, they can simply start off with a group class, like I mentioned, or start off with, uh, you know, by joining a community, any community, a runner's community, calisthenics community like how I was a part of uh, when I started with calisthenics or a community of uh, climbers or rock climbing any sport or activity football sport is a great way so these are some of the things that people can do but uh, when you have a coach a coach will sum it all up and give you the options hey you can pick up sport you can pick up this you can pick up this fitness routine you can alongside work uh, and bring you know nutrition into this and then you know help help you speed up the process so that i think that is what i would say yeah and i think there is a power in terms of getting that external encouragement and validation right and there's power in community so i love the idea of joining some kind of community because you can get that inspiration and that motivation from from your fellow people who are part of the community so yeah no i think that makes perfect sense Prana, if I may, I wanted to add one other important thing because, you know, the matter of community came into picture. So in uh, this book called Atomic Habits, which is, I think, widely popular now uh, by James Clear, he mentions that you do not need willpower. You just need to put yourself around people whom you want to be. Giving an example, when I started going, when I joined this calisthenics community, I saw the women around me automatically doing 10, 15 pull-ups, you know, I saw the men around me doing human flags every day. So it was so normalized that I was like, okay, this is what I must strive towards. And I wouldn't think about, oh, I must do this, this, this. I would just go appear and just do what they told me. 
right? Or copied what they were doing. So that is the power of a community. And that is a part of a group class for that matter. So I think you don't even need willpower. You just need to take, take that action towards becoming a part of the community or signing up. So that is the easiest way you can work towards your fitness. I, I love that book. You can achieve anything in life if you just break it down into the kind of person and the outcomes you want from, from yourself. So I'm glad you mentioned that book. And actually, again, going back to the concept of self-love, I think once you decide you want to be a certain type of person, you want to fall in love with yourself and falling in love with yourself means whatever that means for you, you get that motivation, you start embracing the types of things, types of people and start surrounding yourself with all of those things that that allow you to fulfill that ambition, that goal, right? Totally. Yeah. So if there is someone you think lives their life on their own terms, personifies this concept of fully and truly embracing themselves, who would that be? Who has that, who has been that person in your life or in your kind of community? To be honest, Prana, I think this question had me thinking the most because then I had to pick a role model. And uh, I realized that pretty much uh, every friend I have right now or the people whom I have surrounded myself with is that person. They're bikers, they're lawyers, they're, you know, uh, they're engineers, um, they're extreme adventure uh, adrenaline junkies. And all of them, be it like, you know, you attract a certain type of people when you're, you know, you're heading towards a journey. And I think most people in my life are that they're living their life in their own terms. They manage to explore activities like the number of people I've met when surfing or because of Instagram, you know, people who fly, climb, paraglide etc. All of these people are hugely, hugely, you know, uh, inspiring. And I take inspired, like I take the, this one from each of them. So pretty much all of my closest friends are that. That's why I think I have like held them and not let them go. <laughs> There's no one person, but all of these people just giving them a shout out that, you know, they're amazing. Amazing. I love what you said, right? When you decide to become a certain individual, you attract that energy and those people around you and you start hanging out with them and it becomes almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I think yes. that's, that's so, so interesting. That further uh, kind of clarifies this, that you don't need to be a certain type of person to embrace yourself or who you are. It's, it's for every person out there to really find what excites them and what motivates them to be who they are. And, and they are everywhere. They're all around us. So Yes, yes. Yeah, totally. I agree. So we'll do a quick rapid fire round uh, just to see what comes to your mind when I ask you a particular okay. question. So don't try to think too much. Just, just answer okay. whatever comes to your mind. So, so the first one is, what's your life's mantra? Always ask for help and have fun. Having fun is so important. So whatever it is, with whatever, work, sport, art, whatever it is that you're having fun with, if you're eating a simple muffin, then you should be able to enjoy it to the max. And I think that is, yeah, that's my life's mantra. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Don't, don't have a muffin and then complain about having a muffin because you had a muffin and you shouldn't have had a muffin. Exactly. So enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Brilliant. Brilliant. Your proudest moment. Okay. So proudest moment. I think I feel the most pride when, uh, especially women, people in general, but women around me 
either see me surf or do a pull up or you know uh, do some any of these activities play a sport and then they're like hey i i should do that i can do that and then they go ahead and achieve it and then they like sometimes they ping me and most of these people are my friends they ping me and said hey because of you i picked up this and now i can do this and i i feel so much pride that you know i was able to influence their life positively i think ultimately that is what it is if you can have fun and help other people have fun too that's the most pride i've ever felt you yeah. know yeah yeah amazing amazing uh what are you most excited about as you look forward to the next 12 months i think uh, calisthenics uh, like i mentioned earlier calisthenics is so new in india we had a first uh, national championships in 2019 so that's how new it is and there were four female participants and i knew five women who could do pull ups like i said earlier right and uh, i don't know if it's i mean it's a timing also because now because of the lockdown everyone's forced to move to body weight workouts because of convenience right and that is essentially what calisthenics is so i feel like calisthenics is going to be a big wave a big wave and i hope to ride it uh, surfing term <laughs> but um, i want to be able to use this to help more people who can't access the gym right that is like say in the surfers community we have those little boys from the village who picked up surfing i want to be able to use calisthenics to help them get better at surfing um women who are too shy or who can't afford to or who don't want to go to the gym you know especially our mothers who are much older they feel shy to go to the gym these people or even the elderly folks right so i think i want to use calisthenics and bodyweight training to help these target groups more to get stronger because the youth will anyways do it we have the energy we have the uh, the finance or the money for it so you know everyone's doing human flags and handstands and everything but who need who needs calisthenics the most most is this these target groups so i really hope to use calisthenics to help these people get strong Oh, all the very best i really do hope you do that because you're absolutely right there are certain pockets of generations yeah. and communities for whom fitness doesn't come naturally doesn't come easily is not accessible so if we can make it easy and easy and accessible for them i think that can be very powerful and finally one item that all that you always keep with yourself and that reminds you to keep loving yourself and keep embracing yourself okay again a question that kind of stumped me because uh, you know i'm so much into sports and physical fitness that i don't usually carry anything any sort of a jewelry or anything like that but uh, what i what i feel when uh, how do i put this okay uh, food is what holds that much importance to me i could have a bad day and then you know just having a good meal will just turn it around right i could have the worst day ever and just having a meal could turn it around right so i think food is something that kind of helps me come back stay grounded uh, feel that love the moment i put it in my mouth uh, so i think food would be it any any good food so that's you know what it. i love about this response coming from a calisthenics coach talking about food being that thing is amazing right because when we think about athletes and when we think about coaches 
we we have this vision that they are really disciplined they only eat certain types of things and they are very particular about the food they eat so it's amazing yep. to hear that actually food is that thing that gives you that warm and fuzzy feeling inside and allows you to continue on this amazing journey that you are on so i love that response yeah yeah fantastic and i think the final question is you know there is somebody out there who's who's struggling to embrace themselves for who they are they are struggling to put themselves first you know we talked about the fact that you gave yourself a chance and that's what led you down this path and there's somebody out there who's struggling with that what advice would you give them what what would you tell them to remind themselves which will help them hopefully go on this journey i think what would help is to set very tiny goals for yourself right to me to have small promises to yourself and set boundaries like hey uh, today i'm going to do one page of reading not oh i'm going to read a entire i'm going to read three books in this month you know instead putting a this one today is one page right that's all or today i will increase my protein intake by little bit this much or today i will walk 10 minutes more so something like that i think small achievable goals is really what's going to make a difference whether uh, and self love is taking care of yourself physically and mentally and being able to do this one so instead of setting oh i'm going to do this extraordinary thing and do 10 pull ups by the end of 2022 thinking just let me hold a plank today you know that is what really makes a difference that is i think the path to self love because even in my journey i had to start from scratch in pretty much every field right writing was from scratch no journalism background and calisthenics was from scratch again i had a basic level of fitness but absolutely no idea about biology or human physiology right and i never went about them saying hey i'm going to be the best writer ever i went about them saying okay i'm going to start with one article and then you get the help of others this is where i said ask for help and have fun comes into picture you know asking for help is so so important and everybody is willing to help so i think asking for help small goals and then achieving is the path to you know self love it really helps you become huge in whatever field that you choose amazing amazing yeah. i think you've summarized atomic habits in a perfect way it starts small visualize what you want to be and surround yourself with the people who motivate you and who become who normalize what you are doing i think this concept of normalizing is amazing right Uh, because suddenly if it becomes normal it doesn't feel as daunting it doesn't feel as extraordinary it just feels ordinary so yeah. listen thank you so much for your time thank you for sh- sharing your extraordinary story hopefully there are people out there who listen to your story and get that little motivation that they need and and that will help them get started on this journey of falling in love with themselves because i strongly believe that falling in love with yourself is the first step to true happiness because you can't achieve happiness if you can't embrace yourself for who you are so thank yeah. you anupama really appreciate thank it thank you prerna and uh, one last thing i just want to put this out there that if anyone listening to this podcast needs help with starting with anything you can always reach out to me on any of the social medias mail linkedin whatever and i will always reply so just reach out to me in case you need anything and okay. thanks again prerna for this so there you have it surround yourself with people who normalize the type of person you want to be and give yourself a chance to follow your passion by taking small consistent steps every single day 
Thanks for listening to my intimate chat with Anupama Shivacharya. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on all the usual channels and if you like what you hear, please share it with your friends and family. Stay tuned for my next hard-hitting chat with Ankit Pandey, an aspiring DJ and fitness instructor, as he shares for the very first time publicly his journey of pulling himself out of a toxic environment of partying that led him down a dangerous path of drug abuse.